Pussies and Hallmarkies, Anne and I are back to recap Chesapeake Shores Season 6, Episodes 2 and 3. So welcome to the Shores, Anne. (laughs) Glad to be here. We are sad our friend Carrie could not be here. Uh, She had something come up, so we definitely miss her uh, this time, but she'll be with us next time. Um, So that's why she's not here, but we're going to talk about what happened in these uh, two big episodes. I know. We are. We are. I mean, Chesapeake Shores is not disappointing this season. It's really not. They're doing a lot of stuff, some new stuff. We're actually... We're learning some stuff that I have been waiting like six years to learn, you know, about some of these conversations and some things. Um, and so I think that's really good to finally like get some information about, you know, certain things. And um, yeah, yeah, a lot going on. Here for it. Here for it. All right. Since we're doing two episodes at a time, I thought I'd jog our memories on what the episode synopses are. So um, episode two is memories are made of this. Abby plans a second date with Evan. Deidre and Alexandra Peck visit the BNB to avoid negative um, media attention. With Connor recovering, Megan decides whether or not to work in LA or to stay in health. And then episode three is called Night and Day. (laughs) Very appropriate, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Abby and Evan participate in a scavenger hunt. Mick and Megan have a serious talk about past relationships. Connor breaks out to return to his apartment. And Bree helps Luke with night terrors. So I know that's um, lots of things packed into these two episodes. So how we're going to be recapping it. um, We've always done it by character rather than sequentially, just because there's so many things going on and that just seems to work. So we'll start off with the easiest character to summarize. And that is Mr. Kevin O'Brien, who is in it for like two seconds. (laughs) I know it's so weird because for some reason, I thought I heard that Sarah was going to be in the rest of the episodes. And then I'm like, um, okay, we still haven't seen her yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kevin's like barely been in it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I want to, you know, see them, you know? I know. I know. We love some, we we love us some Sarah and Kevin. Yeah. Or the hashtag. What is their hashtag? Like Kara? K-A-R-A. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we missed them. But, you know, I was looking at Google and it says that Sarah and Kevin are back next week. Oh, okay. Good. So, Good. yeah, we're, we're, we are excited for that. But Sarah and Kevin are in Hawaii. So. Yes. Okay. That's right. That's they're. Right they're off enjoying themselves so so good on them but that's yes for them that's very good yeah so. <laughs> and hurry on back <laughs> the next couple we're going to talk about david and jess so david and jess don't appear in episode three at all but they are they're kind of they, their storyline's pretty um weighty in episode two i would say yeah. mom Deidre, and alex are arriving in chesapeake shores to escape the paparazzi and One of my favorite parts about that storyline specifically is Jess. And I know we had talked last time about Jess being afraid um, and not being sure if she could be the strong one. So what was your take on this? Because she kind of did a 180. Yeah, she did. I think she was like, 
she kind of was like, okay, you know, I need to step up. Like, I want to be here for David and his family. And like, I just want to try to make everything, you know, as good for them as possible because they're going through something really hard that, you know, is hard to, for anyone to understand, hard for me to understand, hard for the world to understand. And all I can do is just try to make it, you know, let them de-stress and just make stuff easy for them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think she like, you know, stepped up and, um, you know, was trying to really be there. And um, I thought that was, that was great. I love the character development of Jess yeah. over the last six years. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a big arc. Mm-hmm, very, very big arc. Um, and I think one thing that I noticed, um, Lacey, um, her, when she was acting in that moment where she shoes the paparazzi away, she yeah. kind of has that like, huh, okay, I did it. I can do this. <laughs> I can yeah. do this. I am a strong, confident woman. Yeah. And it was so subtle. Uh, because sometimes when you're under a lot of pressure, it's like you're strong in that moment. And then you just like, you kind of fall apart after because it's just so much, at least that can be, <laughs> sometimes that's me <laughs> when there's just like a lot of pressure. And that is a lot of pressure for, for Jess. I mean, being father-in-law is a very well-known person, like equivalent to like the Hiltons or, you know yeah. the Kardashians, or yeah. that's like kind of the vibe I've gotten from the pecs yeah. of Boston. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, a definite like rich, well-known family mm-hmm. kind of vibe, which is why all the paparazzi are there and trying to get all this information and mm-hmm. just yeah, make their lives miserable when they're right. just going through a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I love that she just stepped up and she was so she took charge. She took charge. She really, and... she really did. I think she kind of knew like, okay, this is like on me. Like I'm like, they're all the ones going through this. I have to be the one to like, you know, get the paparazzi get away and just cook for them, make them comfortable. Like just mm. be, you know, and, 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 and she, yeah. Yeah. She did it. Yeah. Especially remembering Jess from season one, episode one, where she needs Abby to rescue her. Mm-hmm. and um you know she like bought this bnb and it's falling apart and abby to the rescue and she's just like all over the place and her emotions and yeah. all of that and then like you said you know her arc she just grows so much yes. in these last six years and i think that was like a crowning moment for jess for sure i think i think it really was um mm-hmm. just with everything you said like she's been through and her character's been through and you know, the way she was before and then how she's, you know, developed to now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, it will be interesting to see what happens with David and Jess and the pecs because we still don't have answers. Dad is still MIA. The money is MIA. Mm -hmm. We don't know. We haven't heard anything about that. So yeah, I look forward to hearing, you know, his side of the story Mm -hmm. and Sure, his, I know his family does. Uh, they, them and us can all listen and take it in before mm-hmm. we, you know, yes. attack or make yes. judgments or anything like that. Um, so, but yeah, I look forward to hearing that. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> all right. The next grouping Abby and Evan. So they also have a very weighty yeah. part of the storyline in both. Yeah, both. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um. So 
you know, we all know I've been team juice box J for like a few years because, you know, it's fine. (laughs) I'm really starting to dig the whole Abby and Evan thing. Oh, good. Then yeah, come over here. The water's fine. Yeah, I'm. I've always been. As soon as they announced Robert Buckley being on the show, I was going to be hissed. On his oh yeah, I, just, I love him. I think he's yes, amazing human. But I like his character on the, mm. on the show as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I mean, like, I never hated Evan. I was just like, I mean, quirky yeah, <laughs> and different, and mm-hmm. a different kind of character we've seen. I mean, on lots of shows, but especially on Hallmark, especially um, Chesapeake Shores, mm-hmm. uh, just a different, brings a different, yeah. everything, vibe, character, yeah. personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they're really developing their chemistry really well. Mm-hmm. You can really feel the chemistry building. And, you know, in this episode, you know, they're really trying to, you know, spend more time together mm-hmm. and get it you know, learn more about each other and, um, you know, in that maybe just, you know, gaining a little bit of trust and just, and just knowing, you know, somebody on yeah. a real level and not just like a, mm-hmm. a surface level. Um, yeah. So. And I, I like the fact that now we have part of season six and we're looking back at season five with season five, Abby and Evan was the push and pull, the business partners, the complete opposites attracting type of thing. And so, we have that and now we're going deeper. We're getting to know Evan as Evan and not Mr. Billionaire. Yes, exactly. We're getting to know him just as a person, as mm-hmm. the person that he is and the things he's been through. Yeah. Um, and I think that I of course I I'm I don't ever like um I prefer just to get to know somebody outside of work um, mm-hmm. just in when I'm watching TV or watching, you know, I'm like, you know, rather see them outside the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Time with them outside of, you know, all their business dealings. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so far, knock on wood, this is the first season where there's no business drama. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. There's usually always some deal gone bad or some, trying to do something sketchy or uh-huh. so it is nice that right now <laughs> that's not happening um so yeah yeah so yeah it is, I just I just remember I just thought of that I was like oh yeah I I kind of forgot that Evan was a billionaire like in these last two episodes because I don't know he just came down like he felt really down to earth to me and <laughs> like you know we were just saying we got to know him we're getting to know him as a person not him as like mr rich man so in the second episode abby and evan are going on their second date so i want to know do you remember your second date because the girls have a chat about um you know Bree's like oh my my favorite second date was the carnival and jess is like my favorite second date was was it um campfire or something? Uh, yeah, I think Camping, so. Something about s'mores or something. Yeah, and then he got sick. Yeah. <laughs> David got sick. So, do you remember your second date? Oh, I really don't. I don't either. First stands out really clearly, um, but I don't remember the second. I, I don't remember the second date. Oh, gosh, I, I really don't remember. <laughs> 
like the first is so clear, but <laughs> the second, no, I was like, okay, you know. <laughs> Apparently, I guess I was not so nervous and not so freaked out. Right. <laughs> I don't remember my second date either. So makes me feel better. I'm not the only one. I don't think my husband remember either. So yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know. My husband has a freakish memory. He probably remember, but uh, well, I should say I wouldn't be surprised if he remembered. Mm, yeah. well, let's just put it that way. But yeah, I don't remember the second date. But I just thought the um, the talk amongst the sisters was just kind of fun. Yeah, um, that was cute. The second date. But the second date ends up being um, they end up going crabbing, which is such a Maryland thing to do. Yeah, that was definitely, I felt like very, yeah, Maryland on brand uh, mm-hmm. thing to do. And, you know, Abby said she did it with her, you know, with her dad. Um, you know, and so it's like something she's used to doing, something she has fond memories of doing and like sharing that. So that's, you know, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And they had some sizzle, I would say. Sweet yeah. sizzle. Sweet Sweet sizzle. sizzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. there were these sparks were starting to fly. Uh, oh, I love I love a good reach for the hand, handhold, mm-hmm. you know, look at each other. I I can't resist. I just something so so hand holding is just so tender and just mm-hmm. so sweet because you know you're not I want to say neither of you are getting anything out of it but it's just it's just a sweet like it's the most innocent you know form of mm-hmm. physical touch I guess mm-hmm. and I just so sweet and so it, I just always love to yeah. see that it was so sweet with the sun setting and then the music like uh, the music for us <laughs> just, yeah. just the ambiance is just blankets and like whatever they were like I don't know it looked like something warm that they were making so so cozy so cozy um I feel like that is a good memorable second date crabbing yeah Yeah. because it's like you I feel like you know they got to do the stuff and then they got to talk and just kind of like you know Mm -hmm. conversation and um touch turkey necks which I would never do Uh, (laughs) like passing the turkey neck I'm like and I was like oh my gosh that really looks like the neck of a turkey Uh uh-huh really gross yeah (laughs) I was like who knew this is how you catch crabs not me no idea um yeah so that part was super fun well in episode three Abby and Evan go on a scavenger hunt and they have some really fun banter in the office. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember reading about the scavenger hunt and I was like, scavenger hunt? How are they like, what are they, what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But the way they played it off with Evan and the team building activities and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. A partner and then you just like go around and I was thinking like that would just be so fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would be, that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. I've done like one of those things before and it was so fun. It was like five years ago now, but um, yeah. yeah, those things are so fun. It's just like, you know, it's just like competing as adults, but it's just fun. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It was a good, that's a, that's an actual like fun team building thing to do instead of like most yeah. that, you know, real uh, job make you do. So yeah. And the, the, um, the game and it like Evan made it up but he'd never really played and so that was also a fun thing because I'm like of course Evan didn't play his own game yeah, I know <laughs> I know and I personally always 
don't like it when bosses do things like that it's like my pet peeve because I'm like so when you so you expect us to do something that you're not gonna do oh like that kind of rubs me the wrong way so I was like yes Abby make him do it like yeah he's Make, he's the boss making all these people do this like yeah he needs to do it so I yeah. thought that was I thought that was good for her yes. to like push him and then spend time together doing it mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah for sure and I mean I know you know the Enneagram I know the Enneagram but I have to just say Abby's Enneagram one was totally showing <laughs> it was and I'm Enneagram one so I definitely saw that <laughs> <laughs> follow the rules that's not what the rules say exactly that's okay that's purpose. me all the time oh my God. yeah I, I I feel that to my core <laughs> and when he called uh mandrake for the directions yes. like you can't use mandrake I mean basically he's like google I mean he's like he's like you're google so you can't just use him to like give you directions right yeah he's yeah he's just a live <laughs> version of siri <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but it was fun. And, you know, I, I really love the way that um, with some of these storylines, um, specifically in the Abby Evans storyline, story it's really fun and really light. And then it slowly turns into something more. So in the scavenger hunt, one of the directions, directives was to reveal a secret you've never told anybody. And there was a moment there where uh, Abby and Evan's tire um, is like, I don't know, got a hole, like it got busted and he freaked. Like he had, he had an internal like PTSD moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I had kind of forgotten that we, Abby didn't know that side of Evan yet. I kind of forgot that too, because I was trying to remember, okay, how do we know this? Because obviously she doesn't know. And then Mm. I was trying to remember who he told that didn't he tell mandrake or maybe mick i know it's one of them and i don't remember which one i would feel like mandrake would know but maybe i feel like maybe it was mick because i think they did some bonding last season i remember Uh like and so maybe it was mick and that he knew like that yeah in the office when he was talking to whoever it was Mm-hmm. so I think maybe it was me yeah we know I, you guys tell us if yeah <laughs> you tell us who, who did he tell last remember all these things yeah but um the secret that Evan ends up telling Abby is the fact that when he was 18 his mother was in a car accident which explained why he flipped out when they got into that little accident themselves. Welcome to the Pilot Podcast. My name is BJ. And my name is Me Too. And we promise this promo is worth it, so please don't skip ahead. We're two judgy friends who put our judgmental skills to work for you. We review the pilot episodes of new and popular shows and shows that our listeners request to answer your question, should I watch this? Look, a lot of us are spending a lot more time at home And yes, we should be reading and trying new projects and enriching ourselves. But does anything beat binging a great show? Let us take the guesswork out of deciding what your next show will be. Tune in to The Pilot Podcast at thepilotpodcast.com. And the way that Abby's face fell, like just like shock, sadness, all the things. I mean, I think all of a sudden in that moment, it's like it all like Evan just clicked for her. Yeah. Like all of his weird idiosyncrasies and like 
just the different things he said the, the whole driving thing like everything just clicked yeah um, like, obviously like she could tell how tense he was like driving at night and that he seemed uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then like as soon as that happened she could tell he just kind of freaked out and then he like he didn't snap at her but he was just like i'm ready to be done you know because mm-hmm. he, he just needed a mental like he just needed to you know have a mental break mm-hmm. i think um, yeah and so i think yeah i think she was just like oh my gosh like wow and that's something like when you learn it about something somebody like you said it just explains so much about them like it's a part of them like Mm -hmm. that big that happens to you Mm -hmm. yeah and wasn't he in the car when it happened i think he was yeah yeah i think he was in the car yeah i think he was and that's why it it I think he was in the car. Yeah. I yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure you're right. I think his mom was driving, he was in the car, and they got in the accident. And that's that that's uh that's traumatic. That's very traumatic. Yeah. That's very traumatic. And so um I think again, that's another layer peeled away from Evan. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just pushing them together you know the more you learn about somebody the more you become um you know connected with them and I think that was the moment where it just it really just clicked for Abby and it like he just made sense to her so um they finish off the scavenger hunt um at the park (laughs) and the big moment yeah was very excited I was like Oh, that was so quick. And then, oh, no, no. I'm back for more. More, more kissing. <laughs> we, got the first, we got the first kiss. And it was, or oh, then not, maybe not that one, but the ones that followed. Yes, yes. <laughs> was, was very cute and very yes. sweet. And mm-hmm. they looked so happy. And there's like so much chemistry. And yeah. it was like, oh my gosh yeah Yeah. oh gosh I think that was a really good way to build up that first kiss yes I think so too Mm -hmm. yeah it was like yeah and it came naturally that's the other thing too yeah unexpected and it was a natural thing like unexpected they were just they were excited they were together they you know accomplished something together and they were excited and it just happened they they kissed and then they were like oh there it was <laughs> that was the first one let's get on to the second one yeah and I think that's when you know that the like they're meant for each other because they're not wrapped up in all of their gooey mushy emotions yes and yes. I think that just makes it a little bit different you know and it's- I think I think so too I think it was also just a really good decision just to wait mm-hmm. um you know just to, to kiss I think that was just a good idea just to you know just to like learn about somebody and just talk to them and just focus on you know everything that's not you know physical you know mm-hmm. just, just being with the person and yeah just, seeing who they are and uh, picking their brain mm-hmm. and um, you know learning things about them that they've been through and mm-hmm. you know, like that or really yeah. Um, yeah see where if you want to be in a relationship with somebody if you want to kiss them if you want to you know yeah them, you know you need to know stuff about them first mm-hmm. so I, I like that and mm-hmm. I thought it built it gave us something to look forward to and help them get to know each other yeah yay <laughs> 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 really cute yeah yeah i was just watching the ending uh right before this mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh they're 
adorable. They are. They they are. They are very. They're they're adorable. I'll say it. <laughs> I've converted. <laughs> <laughs> converted to whatever this team is called. Team Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Juicebox J, I still love you. You just, you just need to find a different woman, which I'm sure you will. It'll be fine. <laughs> Do they have a ship name, Abavan? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's, a, that's a hard one to yeah. do. I don't know. Yeah, Team FB, Ab Abvan, Ab. I don't know. Just yeah, it's not a, it's not a smooth one. But... Yeah, no. <laughs> oh gosh well we'll see where the rest of uh the season takes these two yeah i'm so. really excited to see yeah where they're gonna take them what they're gonna do mm-hmm. yeah how he's gonna you know bonding with the girls yeah. things like that you know i want to see all that yeah you know the family scenes like with you know mm-hmm. them and- yeah it'll be it'll be so so fun and side note they ended up at the wrong park so that's that funny. also made that it better. Was, that was funny. That also made it better because, like, it was perfect because they were alone. Like, you know, they weren't like with like all these thirty people who just finished and were all like loud and crazy. You know, they were alone. You know, and so it was like perfect little you know moment yeah. they themselves. So. Yeah. So like fun. Said, I think we still won. Yeah. yeah. You you guys you won. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Totally. <laughs> all right next couple brie and luke brie and luke they are they're so sweet they are sweet so sweet and i like that they're as of right now their um their conflict is really it's like luke learning how to put his past away and learning how to move away from the past and coping with these different things. I think I think that's um I think it's a good move for for uh Bree and Luke. I mean at this time because there are so many other characters that are going through a lot of turmoil. Like you have Justin David and his family. Yeah. Um you have, you know, Abby and Evan trying to figure things out. You have um Mick and Megan and like that's a that's a, like a lot of turmoil too. So I mean at this time I'm I'm glad that the conflict is more inward rather than exterior factors always at them. And Brie has always had bad relationships in the past where it was those external things. Yeah. So that's very true. That's really true. And so many people I think can relate to having inward challenges with accepting themselves or forgiving themselves or trying to move on mm-hmm. or, you know, all those kind of internal things that people can deal with. And I just think it's so relatable. It's like mm-hmm. a great thing to, you know, for the, for us, the audience to see, like he's trying to process and deal with and mm-hmm. that he's trying to support him and trying to be like, you know, it's okay. Like to need help. It's okay mm-hmm. to, to reach out and to, to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that's just a really good thing that, you know, people, you know, need to know or be okay with, you know, mm-hmm. getting help um, because there, there's nothing wrong with getting help, you know, it's, yeah. it helps you and it helps the people around you and it helps you just be healthier. So I think mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, one thing I have to note is in this last episode, Luke mentions that his favorite porridge was a Filipino dish, temperado. And oh. I was like, oh, okay. Did he say Filipino oatmeal? Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. I, 
I actually had to look it up because I'm like, what is this? And part yeah. of that's because my parents, I would, when I was little, I'd say, what is XYZ in Filipino? And they're like, it's XYZ. Like, for example, what's spaghetti in Filipino? It's spaghetti. Like, yeah, yeah. there's no name for it. <laughs> so I am so bad at like food names, unless it's basic, yeah. like Ponsit or Lumpia or Danugon or whatever. So I looked this up and I actually haven't had this since I was a kid. It's um oh, yeah. basically it's like a chocolate rice porridge is essentially what it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, cool. yeah, I'm, I'm not a, um, I'm a big texture person, so me, me too. It, I'm I guessing it, yeah. yeah, I'm not like oatmeal is really hard for me sometimes. Like I have to be in a real good mood to have oatmeal just because of the texture thing. So I don't know if I would like it as an adult, <laughs> but I remember liking it as a kid. So yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah, I because when he said it, I didn't I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you're yeah sharing that with uh, me and with yeah everyone listening. Um, because that's cool information. Yeah, so fun fact. I was like, oh, I feel seen right now. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. I that. Yeah, but um, with Bree and Luke, this um last night's episode or Sunday night's episode. Um, Luke needs a place to stay because his apartment's going through things and he can't stay there. And so, um, Bria opens up her, um, her little cottage, her cute little cottage. That's really cute. Um, kind of love the fact that, <laughs> gotta love Bree. <laughs> Bree and the reaction to Luke with his shirt off. <laughs> um yeah she was like repeating herself and like thank you no I mean um you know and I was just like yeah that would be all of us in that moment like okay try not to stare but I'm staring but I can't talk what's wrong with me mm -hmm. um here's what you needed okay but <laughs> <laughs> another room and just melt because I'm gonna embarrass myself I stay here <laughs> um but yeah that was that was really funny um she just yeah her Brie-isms yeah came out yes <laughs> yes Amelia Ullerup is so masterful at playing the awkward girl like she so good. so well so good oh man I I love that um good, yeah. I, I love that and then his night terrors yeah this like you said earlier I mean um him learning how to rely on other people and how to it's okay to ask for help and I love that um Bree straight up told him like you don't have to do this alone yeah and she sat with him and then the next morning she's like patting like playing with his hair like it's just very comforting and it was just, and like it was so sweet <laughs> it was really really sweet mm -hmm. and I just Oh yeah. I just thought it was so sweet. And like, he was just, and you know, you could just feel like how, um, you know, when he was just like, felt like shame or just like, you know, how could this still be happening to me? And like, why am I like this? Yeah. And, you know? And, and, um, you know, I think the bravest thing people can do is to receive help, ask mm -hmm. for help. You know, that's not weakness. Like that is the bravest thing you can do. Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. so, um, I'm glad that, you know, that Bree's there and that she can, you know, just be there and support and help him and mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah so more to come <laughs> yeah. yeah everyone was having some yeah day to night was a good um 
a good name for this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really, it really was, really was. <laughs> um, Connor and Margaret are pals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> some steam the whole time. <laughs> wow, even in um, even in last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was some steam, not as much as uh, Sunday night's episode, but mm-hmm. they got some fire going. They they sure do. They sure do. So Connor is helping Margaret um, study for the bar exam. Um, Margaret's killing it, just absolutely crushing it. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Megan is smothering Connor with the Irish moss tea. <laughs> so <laughs> that looked so gross, so bad. It looked like she just plucked out some grass from their yeah, yard, or like she just put roots in there. Like it just, oh my gosh, yeah. I was so- like, yeah, not. <laughs> <laughs> but i love that that small tidbit it's just like pushing it's almost pushing connor and margaret together because now with megan smothering connor connor is desperate to get out and so who's his who's his accomplice it's margaret (laughs) so it's kind of like you have these different things that are so slight but it's also important for the story so that it you know it just pushes like it's even more reason for him to like okay yeah i need to sneak out and you want to hang out cool (laughs) yeah yeah no that was that was funny and she was like i'm not gonna be pulled into this like (laughs) you know it's like you know in her mind it's like i already kissed you and you had a heart attack like i'm not trying to be like blamed for like any more like stop like that's how i would feel even though it's (laughs) has nothing to do with oh 100 percent of course Mm -hmm. but in your mind you're like i don't want his parents to you know hate me think I'm you know whatever um so like at first she was just like I don't want to be like part of this and you know yeah um, yeah I love it and I love like her very short interactions with the O'Briens like she's just like becoming part of the family you know yeah. they're just yeah. you know like she's one of she's like one of them now mm-hmm. so. like I liked um when like Megan said um what he she said to Connor like I just like her. She's just, you know, so mm-hmm. like something, like something. There's like a, it was like a nice, positive, like mm-hmm. comment about her, and I was just like, oh, that's yeah. nice. So fun, love yeah. it. Um, I loved Andrew Francis and this the sneaking out, <laughs> <laughs> and I also love the fact when they sneak when he was sneaking down the stairs, which we have never seen that side of the house really yeah that's true actually yeah Yeah. really show that yeah they're so smart with the like the cinematography and like the different shots that they're choosing to do but the one thing we so we found out we were told that diane loud was not able to make it she was not able to go to vancouver or british columbia um and so i love the fact that as he's sneaking down the stairs there's this gigantic picture of gran (laughs) like right there it's like this giant like 11 by 14 and like, uh, photo and I'm like Nell's watching you yeah. oh yeah she <laughs> and she was you know present in one scene in this season <laughs> you know and so I know yeah. I really like her I'm sad she couldn't make it out you know I understand like 
things happen, especially this day and age and everything mm-hmm. going on in the world still. Um, and so, but yeah, yeah I miss her. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the sneaking, the sneaking out, the running to running to, uh, down, the down the street, like, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, where's Margaret? And then, oh, there's, yeah. And they go back to his place, and that's when things get a little spicy. That's when the temperature <laughs> Yeah, all the way, guys. All, all the way. way. The time, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like I I just I I just couldn't believe. I was like, wait a second. Is this say Hallmark Channel in the corner still? Like, what's happening? because we're kissing a lot and then we're stopping and then we're asking medical questions about what's allowed what he's allowed to be able to do because of his recovery like and I'm just like oh my gosh Uh what's happening (laughs) you know this innuendo this you know Mm -hmm. referring to and I just I what, what what were you thinking? Yeah, no, same, same. I, I was like, you know, any other network, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> this network, I was like, whoa, am I? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm like, okay, I'm watching, you know, if I'm watching Virgin River or Bridgerton or something, yeah. then I'm like, this is absolutely nothing, you know? <laughs> like, I got my sensitive little Hallmark eyes and ears yeah. on. And so everything, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is like... <laughs> yeah but you know it's it makes sense I mean this is a show about grown-ups adults you know relationships and Mm -hmm. so it's it was I I would say it was it was well done it was well done because you know sometimes we don't we don't really like see every bit and part of everybody's relationships you know we can read between the lines and this was one of those times where you can like yeah read between the lines of the emotions and like how they're feeling about one another and different things without like crossing a line mm, and like yeah. you know um especially if some people are more sensitive to towards that stuff so like i i mean i thought it was well done i mean and mm-hmm. i think that the um once again you know the actors changed and you know um the lady who played margaret last season like and Andrew Francis, they had a really great chemistry. Yeah. It's carrying on. Like, yeah, definitely. Marissa and Andrew are cr- like crushing it in the yeah. chemistry department. They have so much chemistry. Like, so much chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like looking into each other's eyes and they're like sitting like in a pretzel. And I'm like, I, I know. Oh, so uncomfortable but y'all look like you're having the best time in the world i know you're supposed to be looking like um and i mean like, yeah i just yeah. i really like her i think she's doing a great job there's a lot of chemistry a lot of great eye contact you can just feel mm-hmm. you know the yeah the emotions that they're you know mm-hmm. they're yeah. having yeah, yeah. There's so much heat and fire. I mean, call the call the fire department because call Kevin because <laughs> there's a lot of fire. There was a lot of fire, and they they stayed up all night talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm you know, just just talking about. I don't even know. They were just talking about yeah. all night, but yeah, 
I love it. I love, I, I just, I love it. I love like the relationship. I love the fact that like, you know, it's, it, you know, the, the heat is on and then they're just like, you know, up all night t- talking. I, you know, it's like you're with your best friend, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's, um, I mean, obviously they're in love, yeah. but you know, they're also, we're also seeing like the best friend aspect of their romantic relationship, which is important. You know, I think the foundation of a, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the foundation of a relation, a good relationship yeah. is to really be, you know, best mm-hmm. friends you know, yeah. with that person. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times in Hallmark movies or rom-coms, it's like the ants, like they're against each other and then something pulls them together and then they're an item. And mm-hmm. like with, um or like it's like the love triangle thing or whatever with um Connor and Margaret it really is that like two people who just had instant connection instant chemistry they be like their best friends they like click on so many levels they're Mm -hmm. like yin and yang and all this stuff and like falling in love and I just I love it I love this for Connor like especially after Danielle like I did not like her (laughs) first girlfriend I didn't like Danielle either and I I'm so happy for Connor Mm -hmm. because you know especially with everything he's going through right now that you know that he met Margaret and that Mm -hmm. you know they obviously both love you know law and like Mm -hmm. what they're trying to do with their careers you know it's like really in line too which is Mm -hmm. something they can bond over and help each other with which is great um and I'm just glad, yeah, she can help him with his recovery mm-hmm. and help him help his office. You know, it's just, yeah. it's, just like, it's just so great that, you know, yeah, for sure. It all happened this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, they're so alike, but then like where their strengths are compliment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, oh, I'm just loving them. <laughs> yes. I really, I really, really like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Yeah, it's hard because I love, you know, Robert Buckley and I love, you know, so mm-hmm. I really like Abby and Evan, but I really like, you know, and Andrew, um, Connor and Margaret, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's a lot because I like, like all these characters are so great. Like I just, mm-hmm. I like all of them because they're great characters. Yeah. yeah. They're all different and well-rounded and have, you know, mm-hmm. different things about them that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, ah, so exciting. <laughs> all right. Last, two, last couple. But before we get to Mick and Megan, we need to talk about Mick. 
Okay. Okay. Now Treat Williams said this is like the best season that he's done. <laughs> um and now we know why there are layers to mick um mick is on painkillers and he he's sneaking them like he's he's walking this dangerous path he was not able to get a refill from his doctor luke even calls him out on the pills and mick gets very irritated at that it's very defensive we see him rummaging around in the drawer for another pill bottle yeah we see like the conflict the struggle in him i feel like he's like fighting with himself like i should no i should i need it i need it no you don't it's like yeah like an inward <laughs> demon inside because like you know drugs and like that's that's a very dangerous road to walk down it's very very dangerous very serious it yeah because it just it gets out of control and then it just affects everything and everyone in your you know sphere of influence Mm -hmm. and you just it takes you way farther than you want to go faster than you can just even blink I mean and Mm -hmm. then you're like oh I had it under control and it's like no one ever has it under control like it's Mm -hmm. it controls you you don't control it yeah (laughs) and that's what makes it I think so you know Mm -hmm. so hard for people and so scary and Mm -hmm. and but it's one of those things where it's like Nick like it's okay to say like I'm having a problem like I need help with this mm-hmm. and this pain and how to manage it yeah you know and oh gosh yeah. I just hate to I hate to see that because mm-hmm. you know it can happen to anyone it's so yeah. I hate to see that um, for Mick and because mm-hmm. um, yeah. I know when it comes to light as everything does it will just be you know yeah. so hard for them too mm-hmm. to yeah and i think it's it it, the the way the story is told is just so interesting too because he wasn't like some drug addict dad yeah it was he was in a horrific accident where he could have like almost died yeah broke his arm he was giving you know narcotics Mm -hmm. for that specifically and they all you know they do say like you have to be very careful with this because it can be addictive and so um and nobody's above that you know um no one is above nobody's that. above that and some people are very um like sensitive to that drug um like um so when my husband got his tonsils taken he was given super strong like stuff and it made him like kind of <laughs> like a little crazy just like the body temperature like he would like get super super hot and like then he'd get really agitated with it because like the medicine was just so strong like he ended up just not even like he didn't even finish it because it was like it was way too strong but like you know it was a very strong um medicine i think it was a you know it was like a a narcotic um for that and so and like for me when i got mine out i had the same thing but like for me i just slept like Mm -hmm. you know um but i can see because it's so strong and like it makes you not that makes you feel good but it's just like it takes the pain away it's like you know I can see how it would, how Mick's character would fall into that, you know, especially if it's loosening him up or whatever, what have you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, also like, you know, he's, I mean, everything that's happened with him and Megan, like that's a lot, Um, you know, like just 
trying to like you're about to start a relationship or you're starting a mm -hmm. relationship with someone who you know you felt abandoned you at that time mm -hmm. and didn't understand why at that time and you were angry and resentful and bitter at that time and now you're in a relationship with this person and that's all going on and you mm -hmm. have this whole I mean that is a lot I mm -hmm. mean that's a lot to deal with and yeah. being afraid of being abandoned again she has this job like mm -hmm. this is a lot he's got a lot going on yeah. that is a lot of stuff in his mind plus this physical pain and um, you know fear and I mean yeah it, it, anyone it can happen to anyone mm -hmm. it really can. yeah yeah but man it, this is it is a again a masterful storyline for Mick I mean it's it, it's gonna bring them all closer together how we don't know wait and find out and um apparently next episode um if you look at if you watch the previews it it, it does come to light so we know that we we it, um luke you know he's already like you know his 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 antennas are already up and oh, he's yeah. already like you know watching him and aware of what's happening mm -hmm. yeah um, family hasn't picked up onto it yet that we've seen like they mm -hmm. haven't showed anybody like kind of like but um mm -hmm. i mean we can ask was he okay when he left but i think she just was asking not because she thought like his demeanor or anything mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, yeah yeah so we'll, we'll see it'll be it'll be interesting um how that is all revealed next week finally mick and megan we're touching on it touched on it briefly they finally have the talk oh my gosh oh i can't imagine how hard that would be yeah like you like you've wanted to forget it you've been in the past for 30 years mm -hmm. it needs to be talked about brought out into the open but at the same time you can't help but open old wounds when you're talking about something that's mm -hmm. so emotional and so difficult mm -hmm. and yeah um, yeah we needed it as viewers and they needed it, you know, as obviously the couple mm -hmm. to, to, in order to go forward. Yeah, for sure. It almost felt, I, you know, I was telling Carrie this a little earlier when we were just ch chatting a little bit about like our thoughts about the episode, but I felt like I needed more. I felt like there's still things missing, but I think part of that too is, I mean, obviously there's time, but then you really have to like look at their, not, you know, this this conversation didn't necessarily answer all your questions like it had you had to go back and you had to look through and remember what what happened like what were the clues that were mentioned you know throughout the last several seasons and so um piecing it together um you know we know that Mick was really hardworking, very kind of like a little arrogant, very strong-willed, yeah. strong personality. We see that in several of the seasons, like seasons one through four or five, whatever. Um, yeah. Even even the kids reference their dad working all the time. Dad was never really there for them. Dad was constantly working, missing out on different things. Um, and Nell ended up really just be like being mom and dad for the O'Brien kids. And Abby too. Abby ended up kind of being mini mom for especially like Jess and Connor. And so you have like that aspect. You also have the aspect of Megan um struggling with postpartum depression and having a miscarriage and going through those emotions and that miscarriage and the postpartum depression was the catalyst for her leaving. Yeah. So then 
you see all these, you like, you're piecing these things together. You hear that, um, Mick really struggled after she left. And, mm-hmm. um, you also, they also mentioned the fact that when they went to court, Mick yeah. demanded the fact that his kids belonged in Chesapeake shores. Yeah. End of story. Like, it sounded like there was no negotiation there. Like, no, she will not get them ever. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure visitation rights, like you can see your kids, like it wasn't like fully yeah. cut your mom off. But mm-hmm. we also have to remember too, that in Chesapeake Shores, the O'Briens built that town. So he had a lot of pull with that judge. I mean, oh, if you yeah. really think about definitely. it. And, he, yeah, he definitely did. Had sway and influence. Yeah. I mean, and the other part of that is Megan was the one that left. So you have this mother who leaves, you have this dad who's super angry, who has a lot of pull, who has a lot of authority in town. And it makes sense as to why the kids didn't get to spend like, you know, every every other holiday with their mom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think you have to like, I think this was like the last piece of that puzzle. Because mm-hmm. for five years, the qu- big question was, why did Megan leave? Yes, yes. We have been, we were wondering that for literally five years. We did like, not have answers. We did not understand. What mother, le- like what sane mother? And it, like Megan wasn't even a bad person. Yeah. And that was what was always confusing to me. Like Megan shows exactly. up, we think, oh, she's like a control freak or she's like super angry and super mean and degrading and all these things and like Megan shows up it's Barbara Niven for crying out loud yeah, and she's just like, love this woman yeah Hi guys <laughs> like you're kind of you nice know person. Yeah. <laughs> she's like so nice trying to rebuild this relationship with her kids and so for five years we're trying to figure out why did she leave like what happened yeah. what happened to make yeah. her leave and finally after five years last season they they shared that she miscarried and went through extreme postpartum depression and then the final piece of the puzzle was when Mick asked her when you were better why didn't you come back and she says something that's so profound it's so simple but so profound and she says that she just basically like she was gone so long in her mind she just didn't know how to return home yeah and it's true a lot of sense I mean for one thing like you have shame and then you're just like well what's gonna happen when I go back and well you know will everyone just hate me and it just feels so overwhelming because it's Mm -hmm. been so long and then you're just so overwhelmed by what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. how you're gonna be viewed and how you're gonna be judged and yeah I mean that's an undertaking I mean you know and so that was brave of her to you know when she decided to go back it's like she had to have she had all those fears and way more I'm sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it, it, it it's true it, you know when you have a situation where you're so far removed and you're not you're just shoving it under the rug shoving it under the rug it, it the harder it is to go back to it mm-hmm. and um you know, I think, I feel like it's almost like a life lesson there to say, you know, when there is conflict or when there is something, you know, sometimes we have to be brave and we have to face it in the moment, like, or when the time is right, you'd like just have to face it. And I mean, for, for Megan too, she was the one that left. Yeah. And so it is 
a lot of humble pie that needs to be eaten to go back and go home to your family that you left. That's yes, that is. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I can't even imagine how mm -hmm. difficult and hard that would be. Yeah. Yeah. You and know. you know and i mean they did allude to the fact that they the, the o'brien kids did see their mom it wasn't like they were cut off from their mom for like 20 years or anything but yeah. you know i mean i know as if it were me as a kid i would be so angry not understanding the full story and like i'm sure there were words that were like yelled yeah. at and i'm yeah. sure they like called her terrible things because what mom leaves their kid and like they're only here you know they're with their dad primarily and you know it's a small town and there's just so many different things and I you know in that moment I was like that's it that is that's the backstory of Mick and Megan it took six years to tell but yeah we finally got answers that made sense and that you know it made it you know it made sense like why she needed to leave and mm -hmm. why she wasn't okay and you know, and it also made sense for Mick, like why he was upset, especially mm -hmm. he didn't understand that what she was going through. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more information about postpartum, you know, now and, you know, years ago than there was, you know, I'm mm -hmm. sure back at that time. Right. Um, and so that also helps. But, um, you know, just naturally, like when someone abandons you and then you're left with everything, it's like you're going to have anger and bitterness because- yeah why am I, you know, left to take care of everyone by myself? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, just no matter the reason, um, you know, you're going to feel that. And so it's like both of them, you can really, you know, see how difficult it was mm -hmm. for both of their, you know, both their sides, which mm -hmm. is why the conversation was hard. Mm -hmm. We're having. Yeah. Um, I and did like bringing in the other, you know, other people, right? Their own part from mm -hmm. you know, thirty years ago was a lot, right? Right. There were so there were so many layers that like just were were peeling back with these um, these two, and I <laughs> I will say I loved the part where they got really mad at each other. Mick was threatening to leave. Stove goes off. It's rhubarb part. He's like, I guess I'll stay for a slice. <laughs> I know that's so me. I have such a major sweet tooth, and especially if somebody like made something from scratch, mm -hmm. I never make anything from scratch. So whenever I hear somebody make something from scratch, I'm always like, Yeah, I'll be there. Because Here for it. I can't resist. Like mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I totally I understood that moment. He's like, Yeah, I'll just you know have a little piece too. <laughs> Like, that me. I get it. Yeah. But, um, you know, the other part of that too, that sweet, very sweet moment is when they both ask the other, why didn't you stay with your partner at the time? And, you know, they said, because it wasn't you. And that, you know, there were so much, there was so much angst between Mick and Megan over the last several years. And I think that was the perfect way to, yeah. tie up the past put it in a box and just kind of you know put it away and look forward because a lot of this they're looking back I mean constantly looking back well why did you leave and why did this happen blah 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 and this is past boyfriend this is past girlfriend you know all these things there's so much angst there and so I liked that that was just that that scene in that moment like that was I think I mean as of right now it feels like that's the end of them talking about the past yeah and like you said I think that was done so well 
And a communication in a relationship is so important. I know you know that (laughs) as another married woman, um, you know, it's just, you know, you have to get things out there. You have to talk Mm -hmm. about that. You just have these looming question marks over your head. You can't build intimacy. You Mm -hmm. can't get closer because you just feel afraid or like you don't know things and you just, you know, you just Mm -hmm. need there to be open conversation about things. It's like, okay, now my questions are answered. I understand you better. You understand me better. Now we can move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I appreciated that because I think that we can just never talk about the importance of communication, mm-hmm. healthy communication yeah. enough, like in a structured, healthy, calm way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I think that that was really good just mm-hmm. for them demonstrate that and even you know she said the next morning he's like you have never been so open mm-hmm. it's like yeah like actually talking like was really good and yeah. it really you know felt good and mm-hmm. that's the thing it always feels better mm-hmm. after it's out there and after mm-hmm. it's off of you yeah like this fear that just makes us be quiet and not mm-hmm. talk and so- yeah yeah it's almost like we think that if we don't talk about it it'll just go away but that never happens. Yeah. That's never happened. <laughs> One years. It's never happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mug did not just disappear. It just mm-hmm. stayed there and piled up. So right. <laughs> get it all. Yeah. Just there. talk about it. Talk about it. I mean, easier said than done for sure. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. It can yeah. be very hard. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that this is the end of like the past for Mick and yeah. Megan. I mean, obviously it's part of their story. It's part of yeah. their history, but um, I'm hoping that we can kind of put that away for now. And then yeah. any other issues and problems and conflicts they have are future facing. <laughs> yes. That, I think that's, I hope that's what it's going to be. And that's what it seems like they're kind of mm-hmm. trying to set them up for. It's like, okay, we did it. Now we're going ahead, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. So- think that'll be good but long distance is hard Mm -hmm. yeah interested to see how that goes yes yes because the kids convinced her to take the job at the getty and see in episode two so right megan's on her way and um mick was taking her to the airport that morning yeah she's um wearing her robe and uh, pajamas and uh yeah. yeah yes shorts uh, yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> also different also interesting moment um wasn't expecting yes yes and their kiss from the night before mm-hmm. yeah okay <laughs> so i mean mick and megan are like mom and dad right so like for us when we're watching evan and abby kiss or connor and margaret kiss we're like oh okay for me seeing mick and megan kiss like that i was like oh this is like my so watching my mom and dad make out <laughs> i mean yeah it is it's like, like you know people oh. are on the stage and you're like oh <laughs> they're so sweet i'm no, yeah. happy for them and you know actually ooh, you know what they're setting up right now mm. i think Okay, so Megan is going to the Getty, right? Mm-hmm. But Mick is going to come to light that he's having problems with, um, you know, these these painkillers. Mm-hmm. And so Megan is going to be half, or I would think, 
that she's going to have to give that up to come back and to help Mick. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's not the same as like what happened with them before, but it's like, she's the one who she's going to, he's going to need her and she's going to be the one who kind of needs to come and, you know, really be over Mm -hmm. everybody and helping. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exact switch out kind of thing, but it's kind of this, I don't know. It's It's like, it's a shift because yeah. yeah. Except they're going to do it right this time because when Megan and Mick were married the first time and she, the reason why she left was because she was having those like issues, those problems, um, the postpartum depression. And he wasn't there or he didn't understand how to help her Yes, was too stubborn to like, you know, work with her. Uh And so now, like you said, I, yeah, you're right. They're going to do this shift where now he's the one that's going to have the problems and the issues and she's going to be the one that needs to be like there for him. And so it's like a parallel universe, but flip-flopped. But flip-flopped, but hopefully doing it right instead of just both, you know, being upset and angry at the other person, you know, Mm -hmm. away from each other. They'll be together and hopefully they can deal with how they feel about this, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Together, so. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a lot to cover in an hour. two episodes a lot i know two episodes so many characters so many storylines so many complications i you know they it's just uh man so many things um but we love it we love the o'brien family we love these last two episodes there's just no minutes are wasted and yeah oh yeah there is not one minute one second wasted everything is contributing to the story adding to the chemistry the relationships the development and that's what is making you know these last mm-hmm. two seasons so much better yeah um everything is you know adding and giving us more information and you know moving forward and helping develop everybody in the mm-hmm. story yeah so. yeah so that is episode three two and three and I do have episode four synopsis pulled up so I can read that. Um, Sarah and Kevin come together with news. So they are back. Um, Connor and Margaret's law firm struggles to make ends meet. When Mick's pill addiction starts to noticeably affect his life, the O'Briens rally together and stage an intervention. So, oh man, this is going to be good, guys. It's going to be good oh it's gonna be good i just oh i don't know i feel a little bit anxious <laughs> i know like an intervention make an intervention Ooh, that sounds real painful mm-hmm. right it's so defensive and resistant and he's just got he gotta let it go he's gotta let it go yeah no other way to do it he's gotta just be like okay i have a problem like first yeah. step admitting you have a problem mm-hmm. humbling yourself yes and, He's so prideful and stubborn. I mean, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be it, hard. Yeah, it will. It will. But it'll also be interesting to see where his character goes because I mean, yes, by nature, he is very stubborn and very arrogant and very like man's man, but yeah, there is, there's another path, a path of growth. So I mean, like yes. we could still react that way, but it's like, yes. once, the, once the dust settles a little bit and like taking that step back and seeing like, uh, I'm really screwed up here. <laughs> um, you know, and just, you know, 
humbling yourself and getting the help you need it'll be interesting to see because i mean old mick would just probably just get really angry and then you know bad things happen so mm-hmm. we'll see yeah i'm interested to see what's gonna happen mm-hmm. yes their approach his response mm-hmm. all yeah of all of the things you said that gregory's coming back next episode yes yes and then hallmark did release the i think it's the extended preview so um you'll be able to see that um so gregory harrison who i met at rama drama and he's so sweet and delightful and so generous um he's gonna be back as thomas um and the extended preview is on the hallmarks website so you can go check that out um and then we will be back for another chesapeake chats in two weeks so Stay tuned. Let us know what you thought about these last two episodes. Let us know if, um, you know, how you're feeling about it, what you're looking forward to. And thank you for your kind comments on YouTube. We really appreciate it. It warms our hearts. So, and where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at awscott twenty one. And you can find me at Casey underscore underscore Simpson on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure you are following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And join the Patreon. Leave us some rating and review. And check out our merch store because we have lots of fun things um, for all Hallmarkies, Chessies, Postables, Hardies, all the peoples. Um, And (laughs) yeah, I think that's I think I covered all the Hallmark stuff. Hallmark I think you did. It's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I know. And it's very rare when I end out a podcast on Hallmarkies. So I'm like, oh, which yeah. one am I doing? Deliver me a podcast? No, it's Hallmarkies podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so friends, Chessies, we will see you again in a couple of weeks. Have a great start to September. So yes. have a good Labor Day weekend um, coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys next time. All right. Bye, friends. Bye.